So the local donut store. Yep. Doing those, doing twelve of those glaze. Would that be just as? Could you do that too? Way tougher. Yeah, there's there's frosting on it, and your gay sprinkles on it. And... <laughs> You're not allowed Jeez. to say that anymore. Yeah, I can. Uh-huh. It makes you happy, Mark. Yeah, it's happy sprinkles. Sprinkles make you happy and gay. That used yes. to be a term back in the day happy. before everybody. But it's not really... anymore. Don't say that anymore. Why? Because you like sprinkles. <laughs> I like sprinkles. So what? It then makes you happy. Mark that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark. It, I it like stopped. sprinkles. And a little gay. That's when hats start to wear. You start getting them wet, and you start washing them all the time. I can't wear a hat more than can't wash it more than two times. But you know, there's some kind of cool about a hat that's a little weathered. I like. I don't it. want any marks. See, I want to. No, I, I don't I mind do. it. I don't mind it being a I'm little. I'm not talking marks. I'm talking about worn. You know, it's got some I'll threads take, hanging I'll out. I'll take worn, but that's the thing about having a, a, a that cardboard insert. Yeah, that cardboard insert doesn't wear very very well. If you made that a plastic insert, and I have one hat with a plastic insert, I don't know what kind it with is. A repeller on it. No, just the. Ins- <laughs> Go to break. We mix with, we mix with country force next. The strength is strength. You want to get yourself. You want to get yourself stronger. Put some more muscle on, and you'll be stronger. And strength is strength, and you'll hit the ball longer. Maybe as long if as everything else is dialed in. I, I, I was about to say as long as your. Um, What's the word I'm talking about? The God only knows. Flexibility. Flexibility. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Looks like you're a, kind of a gay dance you're doing right there. <laughs> Rick, you can't say that. You can't. No, because you were happy. Got to stop. You look happy. That. You looked happy. I don't want. I don't want to get a new partner. You need to Whatever. relax. Well, quit. 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 Quit uh, focusing on it. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, guys kind of worked that in. You did good. You did good. <laughs> guys that missed the cut, there's really no, I always look at the last guys. Um, well, you got to mention. Uh, um. <laughs> I just love looking at your loser face. You were so cocky, and you owe a lot of people money. Thank you, Westdale. Well, howdy ho. It is 8.01 on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, the ticket, and streaming. And you got the tee box. That's Craig Rosengard. I'm Rick Arnett. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine. Check out the latest issue, the June issue. July issue will be out eh, fairly soon. Today, we are at the, the greatness June of issue is out. Crest Cars in... Frisco, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity. And not only do they have the exquisite brands, the Infinity, the Volvo, and the Cadillac. By the way, they're getting, getting a lot of cars now back in stock. Yeah. So that's nice, a good right? thing. Yep. You get immediate gratification. You don't have to order it. Be right there. They also have a Lucid, which is an all-electric sedan. And they also have a Rivian, which is their n- new electric truck so if you want to check out those babies though they are out here right now and uh if you're into that i think you should take a look uh it's happy father's day weekend to one and all and uh tomorrow's one of my favorite days of the year because it's u.s open weekend 
I just chill. Father's Day is the antithesis of Mother's Day. We don't ask for much. Moms ask for a lot. Dads just, let me get on the couch. Let me chill. No honeydews. That's my idea of a good Father's Day. Say hi yeah, to the kids. Do you, is it more important to hang out? I mean, on which side do you go? Your dad, you know, like my dad's still around, so I mm-hmm. can go say hi to him and do, you know, but, or you go let your kids be, you know, cater to you because it's your Father's Day. Well, it depends where you are. Yeah. You know, well, I'm, neither of them are here. Yeah, your dad, my so. dad really isn't here, and your dad is, is across halfway across the country. You know, so. my dad does one thing. I wrote about it this month, too. He does one thing that um, is awesome and I'm learning to do with my kids. Hmm. No matter what he's doing, if I call, he's genuinely ex- genuinely excited to hear from me. Me, too. It's like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Me, too. He could be in surgery, you know, doing <laughs> working on some... Bar- hey, what are you doing, Dad? Um, I'm in the middle of uh, root canal. Well, why'd you pick up the phone? Well, because it was you. Yep. had to say hello to my boy. See, that's a good thing. And I was like, Dad, hang up the phone. Call me later. No, say hello to Peg. I'm doing a root canal. <laughs> Dad. Good old Ivan. Happy <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Ivan. He's one of my faves. And since it is Father's Day and you have one day left and you don't know what you get your dad, because dads don't ask for anything. They really don't. Because now today, they, uh, what? Today's <laughs> day and age, um, it's immediate gratification. If I want something, I just go on Amazon or whatever and buy it. So there's very little that I ask for. But uh, you can get a round of Cowboys for a mere 129 bucks. It's a hundred dollars savings, and they savings. don't discount anywhere. By the no, way, no, no. it's the one of the things that you you, you know everything's Golf gone loose. up. Everything's gone up in price. Mm-hmm. It, it, it everything's gone up in price. I I I went and you know every Tuesday Except stocks. Yes, <laughs> every Tuesday I used to go and get donuts and uh, and kolaches uh-huh. for the office. Yeah, it's still there. Meeting day. Yeah. So I remember when I used to do it back in November it was twenty. Back bucks. up to the donuts. It was $20, $20. $20. So I hadn't done it in a while because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I did it Tuesday because Eli was coming back after his wedding and yeah. everything. How much do you think that dozen donuts and dozen kolaches cost? It was 20 before? 20 bucks. 25 32 wow. What's What went up? Price of sugar, flour? Who knows, man? But Oil? Metal, no, you ain't getting it anymore. 35 bucks. <laughs> that's a big, that's worse than colleges. Yeah. So anyway, so Cowboys has gone up a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. Our you've discount, but understand, it's still a $100 discount. Good any day. And it's it's pretty good. You just go to golfmoose.com, or you can still go to idealgolfer.com. Mm-hmm. They still have that active, and you can go find it and uh, and buy. It's a hell of a deal. And remember, it's all the food you can eat off course, too. Yeah. And they have they have a great menu over there. Man, it is really super. You can also go to Crown Colony, some of the best par threes in the state out in Lufkin. There we got to stay and play at JW Marriott down in uh, San Antonio, and one we haven't had for quite a while, Champion Circle down by the Speedway. Have people buying that one? Heck yeah! How about that? Heck yeah! And they should because they uh, the course is looking really good. So um, we have Kern out here engineering. Is this Good morning. Is the first day I've beaten you in how many years? Quite a while. Yeah. I was here yeah. before you today. I had nothing to do, so I just came up. All right. Talked to Ernest B., the barbecue king over here. And uh, back at the station, I believe this is the last official weekend for Jay King. Boo. Is that true, my man? It is. I think it's actually the last day. I'm not even on the schedule for tomorrow. Wow. Wow. 
Good for you. We're, we'll miss so you. One last huzzah with you guys. We don't have a successor named yet, do we? Not that I know of. I think they're going to do a rotating door until they find someone they want. We should ask Cat. Cat never asks us, you know, who do you mesh with? We don't. We don't get to interview. We anybody. don't mesh with anybody. We mesh with Jay King. They took him from us. I know. So, yeah. and who will be doing tickers today? Is it Jonathan? It is. Hey, hey. did you do any prime time this week? No, but I did the ticket top ten. Uh, so How's that? It was fun. It was fun. It was. Uh, it's really fun being able to go in and just kind of write bits and talk about you know do some ticket shtick. So that was cool. You had to do updates though, right? Like tickers. Still had to do tickers. That's correct. Jay, you, take you up Jay on that? Shab. No, you up on that, Jay? Doing tickers? Uh, we'll find out on Monday, seven <laughs> ten. Interesting. I'll I be not, glued. I have, I have not done a ticker before. I talked with Sean I, earlier this week. I, like other shows on Saturday mornings, do know what the top ticket top ten show is. <laughs> yeah, I was kinda, listen to it. And I will listen to it. Yeah. That was kind of surprising. That was that? I, I know what you were referencing, and that was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, good grief. Anyway. Well, we digress because this is U.S. Open Week, the third of four majors in a year. They're playing at the Country Club at Brookline, Massachusetts. Did you know that Francis Wimet uh, actually won a uh, U.S. Open back when he was 20? Gee, man, that's all I see. That's all I hear. That's all I oh, read. No, what I see is Justin Leonard making the putt. Yeah, that too. In the ugliest shirt I've ever seen. Yeah, it's right I, up there. Kern, you're looking like I'm telling you this shirt is so bad. How he looks look, like a quilt. It doesn't even look like a quilt. It looks like a. It's horrible. Yeah, it's. I mean, it looks like a, a tapestry my great grandmother would have had on her wall. I mean, it's just bad. It's just yeah, bad. It's horrible. And, and Ben Crenshaw, for all his historical references and the, how much he embraces the game back in the day, he picked that out. Oh, good grief! And here's the thing. Just a tip. Hmm. Solid shirts don't suck. No. And, you know, for all of us guys who have a little issue with, you know, yes, is that the worst shirt ever? It's right up and when there. It came, That's pretty bad. And when it came untucked because he was screaming or whatever, came untucked, it looked like a dress. <laughs> I mean, it looked more like a moo-moo. Well, back in the day, that's And Justin Leonard wore. couldn't be more than 160 pounds at the time. So, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today. We have uh, We have controversy in qualifying believe it or not. 8.30, we'll do a leaderboard because there's a lot to talk about there. And one really cool story with one of the guys on the first two pages of the leaderboard. I didn't know. heard it the other day. I thought, hmm, I wonder if anybody else has done that, being a teammate on a golf uh, team. Hmm. 8.50, a little equipment talk because uh, Brooks Kepka decided not to uh, use some equipment that was it's made by a sponsor. And, uh, and then that kind of leads into he's also – Part, maybe in some other news. Nine ten. Craig went to how many concerts did you go to this week? Seven? Three. Gosh. Three. One of them I can't wait to hear about. I just I can't imagine how you handled that. Then at nine thirty, we went to a premiere. Because movie watching is a sport. And, and it's we, a golf movie. We, it was a golf movie. And we'll give you our review at nine thirty, then we'll mix with the newlywed. Um, Eli Jordan. By the way, we have to give a, not only are we going to give a, a preview of the movie, but I haven't been to a, a movie preview in a long time. Mm-hmm. This one was a little different. Well, okay. It's you have to mention that to me at 930. In attendance. And 
so forth. Well, we'll talk about that yeah. at 9.30. All right, let's get this show on the road as we broadcast some Crest Cars in Frisco, one of our favorite haunts. And up next, major controversy in qualifying. We'll talk about that next on The Little Ticket. From Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. The greatness of Club Corp and their Glen Eagles remodel and their Stonebridge Die Course renovation bring you this segment. The U.S. Open is it's 122 years old. They're playing at Brookline, Massachusetts, the country club of Brookline. I didn't know that one of their members invented the stint meter. Really? Yep. How about that? So I had to do a little digging. So the stint meter, so when I watch these guys, you know, they use that, that little thin rod, they put a ball on it and see how far it goes and everything. So I was I was looking at things. So how do they know how high to hold it? You know, that, what kind of angle, right? Yeah. Well, they have notches in the in that stint mm-hmm. meter, and when it gets to a certain height, that's when the ball is released. You ever seen anybody use one? Yeah. Yeah. It's, They're pretty cool. Yeah. So anywho, uh, a little bit of background history on that. Uh, we'll do a little leaderboard at 8.30 because a lot of stuff going on at a U.S. Open. You have some star power at the top of the leaderboard, and you got some guys that Typical U.S. Open. Who are these guys? Right. One, one guy has a pretty interesting backstory. But one of the things that makes the Open interesting, it's an Open. Anybody can play it. Anybody can try out to a point. Now, they had 8,800 entries this year. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have a 1.4 index, mm-hmm. Allegedly. Well, 13, which is less than 1%, 13 failed to break 100. And, man, that's a, that's rough if you have the three guys in that group and you're watching guys just hammering it left and right or topping balls and all that. And, and so they asked some of these guys. One guy shot 113. And they said, what the heck happened? He's actually a scratch golfer. I'm saying he's not. Yeah, maybe not legitimately, mm-hmm. but the guys they were playing with were saying, you know, the week before he shot a 75. So that's a huge difference. He says, I just got on the right, I just had a bad day. And once you start, I remember the mid-am that one year. I mean, when things go sideways, it can it can get rough. And what what I liked about what they should do is they should only count tournament scoring. That should be your, your handicap. Not playing grab ass at your club. When you're playing club. competitive stuff. Yeah. When you're playing with your with your friends every week, um, your your handicap's going to change. But, and you, but if your friends are there and that, that's your handicap during the week, it used to be. Yeah, but you're maybe not putting everything out. You're not playing by total rules. Well, like I don't my know. group does. You're playing with. So my group. Because well, you guys play for money. And Most so, guys don't care, like and me. Yeah, so that's it's important, and, and your handicap changes. And it dramatically changes. It can dramatically change. Well, remember the way they take eight, eight out of your top twenty, right? Ten. Well, they th- I think they change it to eight this yeah. year. Yeah, eight of your top twenty. So best your scores. handicap is going to be. That's when you. That's a handicap reflects when you're at your best. What you can shoot. That's right. That's your potential. Mm-hmm. So, and and essentially what it is, it's about eighty percent of your score. So a lot of people will think, well. If, if you play a par 72 course and you shoot an 80, your handicap is 8. No, it's less because then they take 80% of that. So um, usually. Well, it depends on the slope of the, sure. of the course and the, and the rating and everything. It, 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 
a one if you have a one point two handicap or less, mm-hmm. there's no way you're shooting one hundred and thirteen. Shouldn't you could go opposite hand? It's usually about ten, about ten strokes. I mean, that's yeah. about your high. Typically, I mean, you might have one huge blow up round. Yeah, but typically, you're going to shoot somewhere in that. And they're trying to figure out a way to make it so it's a little more democratic. Not sure if that's the right word. Equitable for the other guys playing because you're playing with a guy that sucks. Man, that just throws your well, off. You know, you can change that. Like the PGA Tour changes that. The, the tech, uh, you know, at the Texas Junior Golf Tour, we we do handicaps based on their junior rankings. Sure. So you're always playing with somebody at your level, and um, sometimes you're playing with the same person every freaking week. Yeah. Um, but it's the way it's supposed to be, right? I mean, you play with somebody at your same level, and that that makes all the sense in the world. <clears throat> um, look. When you're going through a U.S. Open qualifier and you're not qualified for anything, I don't care what level you are, if you're going to the first le- first stage of qualifying, mm-hmm. you're going to get what you get and you better overcome it. Yeah. And, and, that's, and that is what it is. You cannot complain because you had somebody who shot a 113. You know what it is. It's like, it's like, sitting, next, it's like sitting next to a 500-pound guy on an airplane. <laughs> if you're sitting in coach, <laughs> you know what you might get. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's rub of the green, and that five hundred pound guy might be you know letting his rolls come over to your side of the seat, and it happens, and that's it is what it is, man. And then and so you you can't be upset now if you're in the final stage, mm-hmm. you know, in that in that Monday where you're doing thirty six holes and you're stuck with a guy mm-hmm. shooting a hundred, but he ain't getting there. No, you don't have any stories like that of a guy like that. Hopefully not. So one guy. Who was one of the uh, playing partners? Was playing with a guy that shot 113. <laughs> his quote about middle part of the round: He says, "I'm not helping him look for his ball anymore. I've been nice, and he really shouldn't be here, so I'm done." Yeah, I've seen, I've that, I've heard that. I hear that even on the junior tour. Really? So when you even have junior tour events like I, we do on the Texas Junior Golf Tour, um, you have opens mm-hmm. and you have. You know, the you know, when you have invitationals and you have elite series, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have the open, you can get, you can, you know, somebody off the street. We don't, if you want, if you've got the $299 to play in our event and you're 12 to 18, mm-hmm. you can play. And sometimes the kids aren't very good. And um, it, it happens, right? And we'll sometimes have a situation where the parents get which I hate, but I'm not looking for his ball anymore. He shouldn't be here. Well, no, he's a kid. Right. It's an open inv- It's an open series event. That means anybody can play. It means you could be with anybody, and you know. But then, what happens if your if your kid's group gets put on the clock because one guy can't, one kid can't keep it in the fairway, or keep it on the course? Well, what do you do then? Well, we don't. We yeah. haven't penalized anybody in the five years that we've ever known. for slow play. We've never penalized anybody for s- slow play, but we interesting. We work hard on pace of play, and our right. pace of play is very good. And we'll move them around, and we'll help them. You know, we'll do whatever it takes. You get to the next level, the AJGA, mm-hmm. and they penalize, and they're 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 bad. They're tough. I won't say bad. They're tough. You get you get score. You get time to every three holes. Okay, and as, as you go past that third hole, there's a score there or a marker there, and you either get a red card or a green card. Mm-hmm. You get a green card, you're good. You get a red card. That's like soccer. And it happens the next three holes, you get a second red card. Oh, 
then you get penalized. Stroke? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one example, and these are all, this is on a Golf Digest website. One guy, and they used uh, different names. Uh, James is 30 and was a pipe fitter until two years ago, took up uh, professional status and left his job. In this case, he didn't entail any specific test because he didn't originally set out to become a teaching pro. It was more or less a matter of checking the pro box when entering a tournament. He doesn't have aspirations of playing on the PGA Tour, Corn Ferry Tour, but now he does teach at a golf facility. He said he was a plus three handicap. When he turned pro on just last week, he went out to a local muni and shot a 62. But on qualifying day, he shot 109. And he says, I'm not meaning to insult uh, The guy was asking, I don't mean to insult you, but I know when people read that you're someone who can go out and shoot a 62, but also 109, they're going to say that's an incredible swing of strokes. That's 47 strokes. I guarantee there will be some people who say, I don't believe this guy. What would you say to that? And the guy says, no, I completely agree, hearing those stories all the time. But golf is a game of misses, and whoever misses the best is going to win. Look at some of these tour pros today. How many of them go out and, go out and win a tournament, and then the next week they might shoot, uh, might get a 14 or 15 on a hole. He goes, I just had a really bad day. How many pros do you see getting a 14 or a 15 on a hole? It happens. Look at John Daly. He's done it 15 times. He's double 15 digits. 15 times in a 25-year career, He's Rick. a pro. He 15 times. But they just, he just said, how many times you see him win a tournament, and the next week they get a shoot a 14 or 15 on a hole. Yeah. It's happened to John Daly. How many other – John Daly, let's take him as an exception more than a rule. Mm-hmm. How many other guys on the PGA Tour who have won a tournament have a 14 or a 15 on the next week? Give me a break. Well, it does happen. I mean, it's, double digits on a hole is crazy. Tiger did it once. Once. Daly's done it a billion times because Daly would just get to that point. He just kept on dropping balls. Right. He's, you can't use him as He's self-destructive. Yeah. But th- the rest of the guys, no. You can't. There's nobody in the world who legitimately shot a 62 and in the same week shot a 109. It's never happened. Well, it's it's interesting. And, again, it it, it, it affects the other guys playing. And if you want to protect the field, and why would you go out and do that purposely. I mean, go out and know you're going to suck. Yeah. I, I don't get that part either, unless you're winning a bet or losing a bet, and you got to go out. And, some guy did that. Uh, some, it, was a, it was a fantasy football. And they had to lose. And he lost, and what he had to do is go into a qualifier. Oh, get this. You want to hear something funny? As a side note, mm. so our buddy Russ yeah. loses his fantasy football league, mm-hmm. and he has to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. And for every waffle he eats, he can knock off an hour. Okay. So we were going to hang with him. Okay. Right? We mm-hmm. went to hang with him and um, couldn't find an open waffle house after 8 o'clock at night. What? They're all takeout now. They are? Yes. They're from by my I'm house. It's 24 hour. I'm, takeout. No, it's there are people there eating. I, we couldn't find one, so we had, we had to sit in the IHOP. Really? And you know what the problem with the IHOP was? No waffles. The waffles were twice as big. Ooh. Well, so, just cut him in half. Give him a break. I, it wasn't my league. I couldn't no. give him a break. So, one hour off. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he ate eight or nine waffles and said, "I can't do any more." Yeah. How many could I eat? I like waffles. I, do I like too. Waffle House waffles too. They're thin. I like Waffle House as well. Yeah, they're thin. Waffle House is underrated. It's got Very a lot of few places that's as good at two a.m. Yeah. So they were at the they were at one. They said, "Look, all we have left is a chef. We can't we can't handle you being here. You got to leave." <laughs> so we went to another one, and it was takeout only. And so cross street was was an IOP. They he hung out in there. Interesting. They were happy to have him. Interesting. Yeah. Be careful what you bet these days. All right. Eight twenty-seven on the ticket. 
T-Box out at Crest Cars today. Crest Infinity, Crest Volvo, Crest Cadillac. They're coming out with the, uh, I think it's called Lucid? Well, the Lucid's are right out here, right? No, the Lyric. Lyric. Lyric, yeah, that's going to yeah. be, that's a sweet-looking Cadillac. It does. I can't does. wait to I'm review that. not a big electric car guy, but that one looks legit. It does look legit. Uh, that was brought to you by the greatness of Arcus Golf. They have a myriad of courses in town at every price range, and you can still get the Cowboys deal. Uh, 129 bucks, you save $100. And if you're looking for something for Father's Day, last-minute gift, I would grab that because it's very limited quantities. Go Could, to Golf Moose. Give a shout-out to our buddy Jeff Levine, too. He's yeah. recovering. Okay. You didn't tell me that, so. No. Yeah, he is. All right. Well, Jeff, get well quickly. All right, up next, we got a leaderboard. It's the U.S. Open, and it's a pretty good little leaderboard with a lot of storylines. One yeah. in particular, we'll talk about that next, right after we uh, get to the greatness of advancedplaster.com. Uh, I was out there this morning. I do this every morning now. Get a cup of coffee, go out, get my phone. But I'm usually looking at the pool because the pool looks great. It's been updated. No more of that red brick coping and Put in this uh, pebbling in the bottom. It looks super. Advancedplaster.com did a super job. And I do everything by an app. It's awesome. I can turn on the spa. I can turn on the pump. I can turn on the heater. How much you think it raised the value of your house? That's a darn good but question. But a lot, right? I have to ask my appraising brother. I don't know, but, but I know. Probably it, a lot. I mean, you fix up, your, you fix up your, your pool, and it just makes it look the whole house look better. Well, it makes it worth way more. It's like getting a, getting green shag carpet out of your house. You just got to be current, right? Yep. And so he does it all from soup to nuts. He gets it done really within a week. So if you're going to go on vacation or something like that, perfect time to do it. Do I yeah. you know, have it done while you're gone? When you come back, it'll be spanking new. You'll be like you're still on vacation. Absolutely. So check it out. It's advancedplaster.com. JT is a big P1. And tell me you heard it on the tee box. It take extra good care of you. It's advancedplaster.com. On Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. <laughs> All right, the aforementioned Texas Junior Golf Tour. Go to tjgt.com. Brings you this segment. We got kids between 12 and 18. Want to get a little competitive juices going. See if they, uh, see if they enjoy it. See if they have interest in it. And Playing competitive golf. Might get a little college money out of it. Hey, now. If it all works out. 850. Name player is leaving. Part of his uh, equipment sponsor, um, part of their products. Not everything. Part of them. And then he's also part of a group that might be uh, leaving next week, PGA Tour. But before that, let's get to that uh, leaderboard. So the strength of field this week, Craig... Pretty stout, 830. Last year was 790. And uh, it's a U.S. Open, so anything can happen. And what's interesting about this leaderboard, which I love, is you got some big names that are sprinkled in with some guys that typically in the first couple rounds are going to expose or highlight some guys that you, know, you might not even know who they are. So you wonder why it's 40 points higher than last year? Isn't that weird? That's a good I, question. I, you know what? I bet it's because last year Tiger was way highly ranked, way, way more highly ranked in the world. Maybe rankings and and didn't play, and he's not playing this week either. But he's not as highly ranked anymore. Could be. Colin Morikawa is tied with Joel Damon. Now, Joel Damon wears a bucket hat. Joel Damon is funny. 
Joel Damon is going to be one of the stars in the Netflix uh, reality show. His caddy's even funnier. I, if you if you're on Twitter, I would I would highly recommend following his caddy. He's funny as hell. So, they're top at five under. Joel Damon didn't even want to qualify last week. No, he said, you know, he had a nice he had a nice uh, finish at um, at Memorial. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I can't compete at the U.S. Open. It's for long ball hitters, and I'm not a long ball hitter. I don't want to be embarrassed. And he, he wasn't going to do it, so he decided he, his caddy woke him up, said, "Let's go." And they went and played the front, and they got to play 36 on a qualifier, and they played the first 18 at one under, and he was ready to withdraw. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You know, I'm one of the best players in the world." And he said, "I, I, I may not want to play even if I qualify, which is mm-hmm. BS, right? Sure. You, you get in, you get, you go." And he said, "I'm one of the best players in the world. Just do this." And he shot a little six under and made it. Mm-hmm. And said, okay, I'm going. So now he's going to be in the last group. Never won a major, obviously. Uh, he's got a sprinkling of wins. He's won three times. Yeah, so he's, he's been around a little bit. Colin Morikawa, who's known as maybe one of the best iron players on tour, but lately he's been struggling, and he can't figure out why. All of a sudden he couldn't hit his patented butter fade. One of the best uh, strokes gain uh, approach. And for some reason, he's now he's hitting draws. And, man, when you go from one shot shape to another and you can't guarantee it's going to work, man, it gets in your head, but especially he did, at this level. But he did say, I'm only missing one way. Yes. Which is makes it easy. It sure does. So he's just playing it. By the way, interesting dynamic of the of the leaderboard. You got you got three superstars, mm-hmm. four superstars. Four. Yeah. Kyle Markari, John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, and Scotty Scheffler. Yep. And then you've got a bunch of guys where – you know, name Bob, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. But here's the stat for you. Mm. I think it's the last nine years, the f- the winner was either sixth or better going into Saturday. Okay. So Todd, Scotty Scheffler is tied for seven. Mm-hmm. Things can change. I, I'm looking at this leaderboard. I'm saying if you are – Plus one or plus two, that's the limit. I mean, gosh, Justin Thomas was eight strokes back on right. Sunday at the PGA. So things can happen. It's going to get colder. It's a yep. little chillier today, and it's windier. And the wind's coming from a different direction. And I hope they don't water the greens anymore. You know, just play it hard. I, I, wish, I hope Saturday is, is playing as tough as it is because this is the, the lowest uh, cut. I think it's tied for the lowest in uh, in U.S. Open history at plus three. Really? Yeah, it should be higher than that. Yeah, I, I was surprised by that, too. I would, I, that surprises me. Seems, it seems crazy. It Maybe it's in ten, the last 30 years or something but it's like all, that. It also used to be the um, within 10 shots. So right. that's, that's changed, too. If you were within 10 shots, it would be five over right mm-hmm. now. Right. So that's not really fair to gauge in that respect. I like it's exactly what you want in the U.S. Open, right? They're five under. About two under a round. Right, yeah, two and a half around, it's not bad. And you're three over, you're still playing. You know, that's it's U.S. Open, right? It's the exact opposite of the Byron Nelson. Mm-hmm. And I like both Yep, for yeah, different little, reasons. Little but the U.S. Yeah. Open should be hard. Mm-hmm. It should be It should be a train wreck. It should be, These guys should be using every possible amount of talent and creativity to not embarrass themselves Look, and hopefully you, win. This is one of those courses where length definitely matters, but even more important, 
hitting in the fairway matters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Cam Smith, who's a great player, top ten player in the world. Maybe the best short game on Best tour. short, but he can't hit the ball straight off the tee. I mean, even when he won the players this year, you were watching wherever mm-hmm. he was. It was like, good Lord. Well, he shot seven over. He's he's going home. Yep. And it's it's look, it's not, this is not the best fit for him. Mm-hmm. Still would still would count him every Masters. time at the Masters at yep. the PGA Championship. But you got to hit the ball straight. If you put this ball in the rough, and it's one of the reasons why Jordan struggled a little bit. Yep. Well, he's also supposed he had another big stomach flu. It's like two or three times he's had that this year. I don't know what the hell he's eating. Something's going on. Uh, John Rahm is at four under, along with Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy almost ruined his chances on the third hole yesterday. Yeah. Par three, blows it right into this really long heather. And I saw this from a number of guys that were in a lot less length uh, rough. He whiffed on two straight shots. And then he finally pops it out. He's got about a 30-footer for double bogey. He misses that. I mean, he was he could have been staring at an eight, for mm-hmm. all I know. And he makes it. And somehow that got him back. That might be the most important putt he'll make all week. The so fact that he had that he that he had that hole um and he's still in contention, tied mm-hmm. for third, mm-hmm. pretty good little playing. He you know what? This live tour thing has motivated the hell out of him. I think so. I don't think it's affected him in a negative way. He's he's the spirit. You mm-hmm. know, he's the he's the shining light along with probably Justin Thomas and John Rom. And Rom actually made a couple good comments yesterday about how hey it's nice to see guys like rory and rom and scotty and colin up there guys mm-hmm. who are loyal to the pga tour so far yeah so rory uh he's only one shot back he hasn't won a major in eight years god that seems like that seems ridiculous. I, i'm telling you he's motivated right now I, it, that live tour thing has motivated him pretty good by the way jonathan wall who's a big equipment wonk used to be right for us at the magazine mm-hmm. Um, he reports that Rory's carrying two three woods this week. Really? Yeah, different lofts. Okay. Yeah, for some reason they're both fifteen, but he's got one tweaked. He can hit a little bit higher. Doesn't want to ha- hit a five wood. Uh, Bo Hostler, that he had a pretty good round yesterday. Six seven, no bogeys yesterday. The old UT grad. By the way, I think it was like when he was a teenager. Finished tied for 29th. He was leading after yeah, thirty six holes. Remember that? Yeah. By the way, he's quietly having a decent year. He's 58th in the FedEx Cup points. He's right done everything now. but win. Yeah, he's doing okay. All right, so the backstory on this on the guy that's at three under Nick Hardy went to okay. University of Illinois. Yep, and I thought I thought this was a really funny story. I heard in one of the podcasts yesterday. So he's playing at the University of Illinois, and he's paired with a freshman. And the freshman has to go in the woods to relieve himself, and for whatever reason, he just whizzed all over his pants. And he's, like, embarrassed. He doesn't know what to do. So what does Nick Hardy do as a good teammate? He goes in the bushes, whizzes all over his pants. <laughs> so it makes the, his teammate feel better. I think, That's I, a team I think I've heard that story before when it happened. Yeah. That's a team player yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Scotty Scheffler, 70-67. He's a three-under. You know, he's the hottest guy on the planet. He's won four times this year with a second and um, lost in a playoff. But he's still unassuming. I mean, like he even said, "Hey, look, I, I'm kind of under the, I'm number one in the world. Yes, I'm kind of under the radar. He's quiet, and they're not giving me, they're not. Uh, hey, Ernest B in the house. Yep. All right, thank you. Interesting thing about him yesterday too, he was two over after seven holes, mm-hmm. and he just got on fire. Shot five under the last uh, eleven hole, nine. 
to it, 11 holes, yeah. Yep, he's had some chip-ins, but he that's what you have to do. Uh, Brian Harmon, the crafty lefty, he's at three under par. Sam Burns has had a really nice year. He's He has three wins so far this season. Staying with Scotty, can you yep. imagine in that house they have, what, seven wins between the two of them this year? How about that? Pretty good. He's at 200. Matt Fitzpatrick, who was a very popular pick this week because he won the USAM way back when. He's at two under. Uh, By the way, I don't think that's why he was such a popular pick. I think it was more because when you look at you know the top 20 players in the world, he hits the ball off the tee as straight as anybody. Yeah, and he does. I think that's why one of the reasons why. Oh, holy smoke. Eggs and ribs. That's what we, I put it right there. Oh, wow. That's what I call a breakfast. That's a Texas breakfast right there. Thank you, folks. So you can get that at uh, at Crest Cars yeah. while you get in your car, whatever. Pretty good. Yep. Uh, let's see. We have Xander Shoffley's at one under. He's had five top tens in the, in uh, the U.S. Open. The last five, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Davis Riley's playing well. He's one under. Will Zalatoris is one under. Uh, why would you ever pick against him? Maybe not to win, but he sh- he's always a top tenner. Mm-hmm. In a, in a, in a major. 16th right now. He's still got work to do. Yeah. Brooks Kepka, even par. We'll get to him in a little bit. Uh, Brandon by the, Matthews. By the way, when you watch Brick, Brooks Kepka hit a golf ball and you see him on a golf course, does he not intimidate you a little bit? He looks like he just hits everything. It it's just, just looks monster. like he, yeah, and it looks like, he, I mean, his shoulders look bigger than everybody mm-hmm. else's. And I, he, I like his swing. Everything looks, it's solid. He looks mm-hmm. like he's just killing the ball. Speaking of that, Brandon Matthews, maybe the longest guy on tour right now. Well, he's not really on tour, but... But, yeah, but he's playing. He played it last week, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have a 624-yard par 5 uphill. He said he hit a smooth 5-iron on the second shot. Smooth. Smooth 5-iron. Oh, wait, you see, he, he's tied with Hideki Matsuyama. Did you mm-hmm. see that shirt he was sporting God. yesterday? He might be the worst dresser on tour. <laughs> He always looks like he's he's a candy striper like or something. He's coming out of jail. He looks like he's selling ice cream or something. I don't know what he's doing. Justin Thomas is one over par. Dustin uh, Johnson is one over. Justin Rose, but he's kind of he was a popular pick because he played well last week. Shot that most disappointing sixty ever. Shot a sixty with three bogeys, and he actually could bur- he had a chance to shoot fifty eight by birdieing the last hole. One fifty three out, and he bogeyed it. He shot the green. And- Kind of flubbed his chip, and then he bogeyed it. So he didn't get a 58 or a 59. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Reed is one over. Uh, Mark Leishman, one over. Anybody else? Bryce, Bryson DeChambeau, two over par. Hasn't really been a story. You know, it's funny. He was this big, great disruptor, mm-hmm. and you don't hear much about that anymore. Pretty well, interesting. mainly because he's not, you know, he got hurt. I know. And so he hasn't been around for a while. Jordan Spieth, two over par. Again, it had a stomach uh, ailment on Thursday, said he was puking his guts out, somehow made a shot a uh, two-over on Thursday, shot even par yesterday. I was expecting more at him yesterday if he was boy, feeling better. But Boy, he looked like he was playing well and had a little bit of, um, like he doubled three mm-hmm. on the back nine. That was his back nine. So he was he was doing well. He had um, he was he made the turn at one under, and I figured you know at one under you're you're talking about you know you're one over and you've got the back you've got the front nine and at number five is a reachable par five par mm-hmm. four, and you've got number eight which is a definite reachable par five. So I figured hey he's going to do something. Hey bogeys one, he doubles three. Yeah. So he did he did what he needed to do to make the cut. Yeah. So 
Tommy Fleetwood was a popular pick. He was seven over. Victor Hovland seven over. And Phil Mickelson, let's keep scrolling, 11 over par. He four-putted on Thursday from 20 feet, and his first three putts never hit the hole. So I love looking to see where where, where, where it was. He was 11 over, right? Mm-hmm. So let's see. Of the people who were he beat, he beat four amateurs, a guy who was 59 years old, and one guy on the PGA Tour. He beat one guy who's on the PGA Tour. That was Lucas Bear. He's just not ready. He looks rough. He looks like looks like his son's an anarchy mm. fill-in. I don't know what's going on with him. But, yeah, he, it's going to take something for him to get back his mojo. By the way, one guy, is. this guy, uh, did, you ever, did you read this story on Luke Gannon? Hmm. All right, this guy's um, a mini-tour okay. guy. Never went to college. Did for a little while. Lived out of his car. Makes a living on mini-tours. Mm-hmm. And drinks like a fish. Okay. Proud of it. Wow. And proud of it. And uh, so that- he's so tin cup to me. And he and he qualified for the U.S. Open. This is one of his biggest events he's ever played, obviously. And uh, so I was kind of rooting for him on the side. I mean, this is a guy. He, he plays in the like the mini tours up in the in the Pacific Northwest, somewhere up there, and kills it. Mm-hmm. Like he he's won like sixteen times in the last ten years or something. Right. And uh, anyway, so I was actually keeping my eye on him to get that be a story. Interesting. But uh, I shot 76 on the first day in 80 last. So. I didn't drink enough. All right, 849 on the little ticket. That was brought by the greatness of Pure Swing in Hot Springs Village in Arkansas. Up next, as we broadcast from Crest Cars here in uh, Frisco, right off the 121. Name player. Decided to divorce himself from two of his sponsors' products. Interesting how what's going to happen with that. And he's also part of another big rumor that we'll get into all that next. But before or after we talk about the greatness of PGA Tour Superstores, it's Father's Day tomorrow, folks. And if you don't know what to get the golfer in your life, go over to Superstores. They have a plethora, Craig, a plethora, I tell you, of everything. You can even buy yourself... Buy him a, a gift card. Yeah. Go in there and buy a gift card. and It always fits. It, yes. And he can get whatever he wants. And by the way, they have a really good website, too. You can go on their website and just use it. I actually bought a very, very low lofted wedge. Okay. Figure for, you know, real tight lies and stuff. Uh-huh. Ordered it from PGA Tour Superstore. And it's coming this week. Nice. So be my Father's Day present to myself. So there you go. And don't forget the T box special. You get twenty bucks off a hundred dollars purchased. Uh, just go to the cash register when you check out and tell them T box, and you get twenty bucks off just for saying that. And then if you spend two fifty on another deal, you get fifty dollars off. How about that? That's, so that's a- seventy bucks off for three fifty. So you're living large. They have every piece of apparel. They have every. They have everything. Mm-hmm. Everything you want. They have range finders. They have. Uh, you know, the, they got the new tag launch monitors. Watch. Yes, they but do. You can have that little kind of cool. Yeah, if you got the bank and you really love your dad, you should mm-hmm. buy him that. There you go. Dad's done a lot for you over the years. Yeah, trust me, you'll know when you have kids one day. You go, wow, dad was really cool. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you did that. And they have four stores. They have one in Arlington, South Lake, uh, right down the road here on Preston Road, and the other one is on Accent Drive in Plano. It's PGA Tour Superstores. If they don't got it, you don't need it. Evan on Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Ticket. 8.58 on The Little Ticket. It is June 18th. It's a Saturday. 
We've got the T-Box. We're at uh, Crest Cars in Frisco, Crest Cadillac, Crest Infinity, Crest Volvo. They have an all-electric Rivian truck you should take a look at. It's over at the Volvo dealership, and they have the Lucid. Lucra? What was it called? Lucy? What's it called, Kern? It's the Lucid Air. Lucid Air. It's an all-electric sedan. Grand Touring Edition. They've, I think they made 12. And you can get it. Right they only made 12 total? There's 12 available on yeah. the market currently. Yep, 12. And there's ones here. Yes. Right here, right to the left of us. At Crest Cars in Frisco. All right, 910. Craig went to some concerts this week. And I'm very curious to hear about one of them. Because I don't know if you could pay me enough to go to it. But we'll see. And then at 9.30, we previewed a golf movie. It was actually pretty decent. And it's a pretty wild story. And we'll talk about that at 9.30. But first, concentrate. Brooks Kepka. Jeez. What? <laughs> Nothing. Brooks Kepka had signed a big deal with Strixon. Driver, Huge. golf balls, everything, right? Irons. And this week, it was reported, because everybody peeks in everybody's bag, and he is not using the Strixon golf ball, and he's not using, excuse me, the Strixon driver. He went back to the driver and golf ball he used. Tailor-made M5 driver and the Titleist Pro-V1X. Mm-hmm. But the 2018 Pro-V1X. Yeah. Remember our buddy Edward Lohr? He tried to hoard which? 2008. 2008 Pro V1s. And it was him and Zach Johnson, the only two were using them. Isn't so. that funny? Yeah. They kept the irons, but nobody knows what's going to happen as far as, because they were, he was heavy on advertising. I mean, they were had him everywhere during the U.S. Right. Open. And I don't know if I saw one yesterday. No. <laughs> uh, so, come on, kids. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm Whatever. sorry. <laughs> Dealing with infants. Um, so, if you're Strixon, they said it's going to be a temporary deal. That at some point, he, they even admitted, we haven't perfected the right ball for him yet. For him. I, yeah. used, I, I use the ball that he uses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can't tell the difference. I, I will tell you that um, I can't tell the difference around you know whatever, but I will tell you. And I'm not sure why, but we, we use Titleist Pro V1s for the Junior Tour, so I'll go grab some over there. I Every one of my good rounds is with, this Rixon, with that new Srixon ball. And every one of my average rounds is with Pro V1. I'm, I'm, for whatever reason, I'm playing better with that Srixon golf ball. The only problem I have with Pro V1s, one, they're really expensive. Two, I like a brighter white ball. And that's, that's kind, of a, a, kind of a muted white matte finish. Mm-hmm. That, and for Strixon some reason, it never did brightest. it for me. Yeah, that's, the Strixon, they, they do that right. They, I mean, they have a brighter. When you see four balls in the fairway, you know which one's yours if you're the only one playing Strixon. Every pro we talk to is adamant. They can tell the difference, mostly around the greens. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I mean, I can tell a, a really soft ball when I'm hitting it well, yeah, with, if with I a full you, swing. If I, gave I, I can you tell. A, it feels like a sponge. If I gave you a, a Pro V1 Strixon and I gave you a P-Knuckle, mm-hmm. you'd know the difference. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, the rocks or back top in. flight. Or mm-hmm. if they still make top flights. I don't know. Don't know either. I see them in the woods all the time. Mm. Saw three of them yeah, uh, the other day. Um. So, but, but my my stance has always been: How much do golfers, pro golfers, move the equipment needle? 
Because if you if you know anything about golf, one realize you're not hitting what they're hitting. It de- they definitely move the needle. I will tell you, they move the needle one place. Putters, drivers. I was gonna say putters. I think drivers. I'm not sure putters. I don't know what a single putter that one of the a, a pro uses. The one that for, Nicholas won in '86. Yeah, well, that was different. That was a that was you know that, that was I the think ugliest was, putter I think. And I that ever was more saw. of an exception to the rule. Um, by the way, they all look like that now. I the know. spider putters and everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the drivers and and you know. Callaway was really big on making sure that they got all the long drivers, all the tours. Now Thrixon's doing it, and I, I think drivers are the are the one thing that we all look and see what they got. And remember back in the day when some of them would would do different color heads. Uh, TaylorMade had the white head, and, you and knew. everybody knew that. Yeah. Now nobody really knows what anybody's no. playing. No, Maybe you can see the the TaylorMade carbon fiber, the, the stealth, and you see it on the hat. Well, it doesn't it doesn't mean it's their driver. It doesn't, but it likely. Um, Nothing means anything anymore. No, it really doesn't. It's not like the. Good I old think that I think the smartest thing for any of them to do is to be a free agent. Yep. And um, and to be a free agent's the smartest thing to to do because you can get the money elsewhere. Like Jordan gets his money from Under Armour. You know, Rory gets his money from Nike. How about just winning? You'll well, you'll make that, get, and you'll get, get yeah, auxiliary get, get benefits. what you need. Get your money from 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 the other companies, mm-hmm. right? And then yep. and then use what you use whatever you want. I mean, there's I think there's. Patrick Reed had like five different brands in his bag at yep. one point. You know what? Doesn't doesn't. Bottom line, winning is a great deodorant, and if you mm. win, people will flock to you. If you chase the money, that's when you usually get hurt. Yeah, especially especially in golf, where equipment, it, at least between the ears of a pro, it means everything. Okay, so we're we going to talk about the elephant in the room. Yes. At all? Yeah, we'll do it real quick. So I so I'm I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, you know, there is rumors that Brooks Kepka is going to the Live Tour. Yep. There's a rumor. That's the um, least of my surprises of all the guys. It The rumors were... He's kind of Kepka, an anarchist anyway. Hovland, Morikawa, and... I'm missing one. Anyway. And it there was... It, and Xander. Xander, yes. And uh, there was... Uh, Harry Varner III was rumored also... But, Off and on, but he had a he came out yesterday and said, "Look, I I'm very close with Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. He wears the jump man. Yeah, and Mike me Mike talked me off the ledge. I'm staying. Okay. So, and John Rahm made a comment yesterday after the leaders. Good to see the guys supporting the PGA Tour. Me, Scotty, Rory, and Colin mm-hmm. all up on the leaderboard. Right. Well, if he had any idea that Colin was leaving, he wouldn't have mentioned Colin there. So yeah, I wonder. Uh, but but if Brooks is leaving, it does not surprise me. If Brooks is leaving, and if you're a sponsor, okay, as long as he can still play majors, if you're a sponsor, uh huh, and you have one of your top players leave to go to the Live Tour, mm-hmm. you're going to get some pushback from some from some segment of fans. Depends on what it is. If some, so I wonder. I wonder, it makes my mind start to think, is is him leaving and playing things other than Srixon right now a preemptive move knowing that if he goes to live tour, Srixon's going to drop him? Nope. 100% no. Because he's still playing the irons and they're touting the fact. We he's love the fact he's playing our irons. Now, when I look at, when I was watching the live tour on YouTube last week, I didn't see 
one golf ball, like Titleist, was on every hat. Yeah. It really was. So it's not the equipment that people are worried about, except maybe Callaway and and, uh, and Phil. But if Phil wasn't so out in the open with everything, they probably would have stuck with him. If he didn't make some stupid comments, right. probably would have stuck with him. A tailor-made stuck with Dustin. Yeah. So but RBC didn't. RBC, But that's different. See, yep. now you're talking about public perception yes. for a, a product other than golf. Um, I'm not sure if a car manufacturer would stick. Yep. I don't know, but I, I know. know golf I, golf equipment companies when, don't seem so, to care. So when's the next when's the next event? Uh, a couple weeks. In a couple I think, weeks, Pumpkin Ridge. Up at Pumpkin Ridge, which is interesting, one of the most liberal states in mm-hmm. in, in well, the, the whole US. West Coast. So is. I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of protesters out there. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say side bet. Yeah. All right. Well, what's a lot? Okay. I'm going to say every day there's going to be at least 20 people at the. Is that a lot? Yeah. Is that your idea of a lot? Well, it's a lot because you know the media is going to harp on it really hard, and you're going to—that's all you're going to see—is the—is the protesters in front. Twenty protesters. Okay. If if you can count them, I'll take the under. Okay. Deal. <clears throat> I just—I don't. I, at some point, I mean, when's the last time, honestly, you read anything about Ukraine? I mean, we have such a short attention span. I read about anymore. Ukraine every day because I because it. It's a, I know, but I'm, talk, I'm, I'm me, talking about if but, I see headlines, not as much. But um, but I'm going to say that... And this is not nearly as, as important as a war. No. No. But I, lo- but, but I look, I'm not saying that I'm going to go protest. Right. Don't, don't take what I, I say it. is going to happen. I understand. Um, I've said this to you before, and I'll say it, and it's the last thing I'm going to say until in two weeks when we brought... Or next week when, mm-hmm. you know, five people... I don't fault anybody for doing what they're doing. They're into... They're not independent guys, but they're individuals. Right. They're not a part of a team. Right. They can do whatever they want. It's true. And if they want to do it, it's it's all I I. It doesn't mean I like it. It doesn't mean I want it to succeed. I get it. I, I just look. I I think it's it's going to devalue a us. It's going to fraction a sport that I love. And maybe in the short term. Well. I'm saying it might get the PGA Tour off their butts. They haven't done anything innovative in years. I mean, years. I'm talking like decades. Yeah, I, I'm, and I'm not sure what they can do. It's still golf. It's still golf. No, right? they means... can they can ramp some stuff up. They can make, um, they can work with the networks. So I mean, NBC is it, it's been horrible the last few days. So NBC owns the Golf Channel. Golf Channel sh- hasn't shown one live shot. First two rounds. They're going to show them in the last two rounds. I'm not either. sure they. That's. I'm sure that's contractually. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sure that's contractual. So they're going from USA Today, their USA Network, or Peacock first, which is the NBC arm, right. to USA, to NBC, yeah. and the USA can say, "Look, you didn't pay back, for you didn't pay for Peacock. having any live shots on Golf Channel. You better not show them." You don't know. I'm, I'm saying that. No, I'm pro- saying it's part of their it's part of their umbrella. It's their. It doesn't matter about umbrella. It does. Rick. It doesn't. It, there's still a contract saying we're going to broadcast from here to here. We're going to broadcast from here to here, here to here. Before that, you can cover it on the on the it, golf channel. You can't show any live shots. It's NBC who owns the golf channel. Why do they care if it goes to USA? What, what, USA doesn't scream golf, Rick, Rick, so I'm bouncing I'm, on I'm four t- different... I'm telling you, you're wrong here. You, there's a contract. I'm not wrong. It's my opinion. It's not an opinion. It's a contract. And the contract That's a says, dumb contract. Well, nobody, It's a horrible okay, contract. So, so it's, a, it's a bad contract, but you can't fault the NBC to that. Con- yeah, I can. can uh, well, fault the USGA. 
Because it's the other ones who said no. They didn't say that. How do you know that? How do you I, know that I, NBC just didn't that, say we're not going to do? Why? Why would? <laughs> that's the only reason why they wouldn't do it, Rick. Is because then the whole thing's stupid. Because look, what? What's the? Why what's is the, your way always the only? I'm saying way? it's my opinion. I'm and, not saying it's right or wrong. I'm uh, saying my opinion. It's yes. stupid business decision. You have you've built up all this equity over the years with the Golf Channel. You're the golf. It's 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 ground zero for golf, right? And you yes. and the Golf Channel isn't showing one live shot. You're putting on a on a network that nobody watches golf on the USA Network. The Peacock thing, the streaming, you have people don't know how to get it. You have to buy that. I mean, it's right. it, for, for the USGA should be if it's open, make it open for everybody. Get as many eyeballs on this thing as possible. Don't make it hard for me to find it. I it wasn't fun. I watched it on I watched it online all morning yesterday. Yeah, did you watch it on Peacock? No, I watched. I just went to their well, website. Well, Peacock was on before the the when it came on at seven thirty on USA or the USGA. Either yeah, one. I, I watched it on the SGA site. I'm just telling you, it, it. I I don't understand it when you build this moniker, when you build this brand of the Golf Channel, you own the Golf Channel, and they don't show one live shot. It just makes it hard. You should not make it hard for a viewer at all to find your product. Uh, okay. Not said. I mean, I, I it contracts is a contract, and you don't know how it went in those contracts. And saying, look, we don't, we don't, want, we only want live shots from here to here, and if it's beforehand, I don't want to see any. You, you, you just don't uh-huh. know how you don't know how it went when the USGA negotiated with with the NBC to say, okay, this is what we want. And NBC, to your point, NBC probably said, yeah, we're gonna, we need to promote USA Channel, we need to pr- promote our online Peacock. But the only reason why they wouldn't have shown any live shots on the Golf Channel was because it was contractually with the USGA that they didn't. I'm telling you. But what's the, the upside reason. of you and I'm USA? Not, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and th- I'm saying You're the casual you, viewer of that's golf? A, that's a good point. If I'm a casual viewer of one, I don't even, probably don't even know where the Golf Channel is. Nah, I'm probably watching it on NBC so for the think. most part. But, but I just uh, and you and I love Michael Wan. I think I would love to see how he would have handled the position that Jay uh, Monahan is in right now, because I think Michael Wan is the, one of the best commissioners ever in, the, in golf. Mm-hmm. He he's awesome, and he he speaks his mind. But he's also he's more inclusive. He brings everybody in to talk about stuff, and I like his style. But I can't imagine a guy like him saying, you know what, forget the Golf Channel. Which everybody knows. Let's put on a network that. Oh, and then right after, right after it went from um, USA to <laughs> this is the best. So it goes from USA to NBC. NBC, yep. R- immediately, there wasn't even a commercial break. Goes right into a uh, Law and Order, an old Law and Order episode. At, on NBC or, uh, or USA? USA. Yeah. And there's, and there's a gal who's dressed. She looks. Some hot chick. A gal. Gal. Hot chick in bed wearing lingerie trying to get a guy up and they're going to – she's going to service him or whatever, right? This is right after. This is in the media room at the at the U.S. Open headquarters. And everybody's going, what the hell? I mean, it was like, what is going on here? And it took him forever to change it. Yeah, it's a faux pas of the guys running the media tent right there. Well, no, it's also a faux pas of, again, if I'm not quick on the draw, all of a sudden I see that, what the hell's going on here? Where's my U.S. Open? I will say, I'm not sure where the the synergies are of putting it on the USA Network. I don't understand. I don't see an upside. That's my my point. I don't see that synergy there. 
a lot more people have the USA Network than have the Golf Channel. So at least you can have more eyeballs on it, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. But I, I don't see the synergies of putting it on the USA. Okay, Network. how about that made this? No sense. Put it on both. Put it on USA, but also put it on the Golf Channel. I don't even know if NBC owns uh, USA. Yeah, they do. But they do own the Golf Channel. Mm-hmm. And when, although they're, they're kind of screwing up that channel too, because <laughs> seriously, they send everybody up north, skeleton crew, mm-hmm. they're cutting bodies like crazy on the golf channel. And I, I don't even know what they're doing with that either. Mm-mm. So it just makes me scratch my head. Some things just don't make sense to me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's just yeah. explain it to me, and nobody's been able to do it. I, I would tell you, and we got to go, but I would tell you the Live Tour probably changed some of that stuff, but that probably contract was this is the only way you can do it. This is the way we're doing it, and if people want to see live shots, we're going to move them to our USGA website, or we're going to move them to the Peacock Network. They're not going to be able to see it on the Peacock website. is just streaming. Yeah. That's all it is, and I get that, but you should give me another option, yeah. too. Uh, by the way, of the four, Brooks doesn't surprise me if he leaves, but the other three definitely do. Xander, Victor, Hovland, and Colin Morikawa. And Colin Morikawa is one of the... One of the big guys, and he's one of three majors. The one that two bothers, the one, the, the two that are, are, you know, Xander and Victor. Here's the thing: if they leave mm-hmm. and the Live Tour stays to eight events and they don't get world ranking points, those right. guys aren't playing majors anymore. They At don't have point, a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean right away. I mean their their world ranking's going to fall, and they're they're not going to be in the FedEx Cup top 50 and they're not going to be in majors moving forward. They well, don't have wins. This is when you start taking uh, shots at the bow because now your young stars are starting yeah. to go. I don't care if a guy's 48 or 50 or Pat Perez goes. It doesn't move the needle for me. Right. These guys, okay, now you're starting. Now, now we're talking AFL bonus babies versus right. NFL. Yep. All right. It is uh, 916 on the ticket. We are at Crest Cars in Frisco today, Cadillac Infinity. and um, Happy Volvo. birthday to Mike Brosen. Yep. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yesterday. But Very nice. <clears throat> 48. Something like that. Mike's birthday, huh? Yep. Nice. Brought to you by the City of Arlington Golf Courses. And up next, Craig went to some concerts. Hmm. Yeah. So, a little side action from uh, from Golf Talk up next on the little ticket after we talk about the greatness of pure swing golf. So, Craig and I have both gone there and uh, got our swings tweaked. I've learned how to hit a draw now. And he, Anthony, has this new bit going. What is it? Find it. Tell me. Please tell me. It's this... Hold on. Gosh. Uh, we were there last week, and I didn't have my clubs with me. And it drove me nuts because I wanted to get on the simulator. They have so, so Their technology is so good. I just wanted to pop on there and say, okay, what am I doing right and wrong right now? And it, it, within three swings, you know, right? Yep. And so I was ready to go, but I didn't have my clubs. And, you know, it's hard to do anything without your own club. So I, I, I needed to, to do that. But here's the thing. They're really, really good at what they do. Yep. You can go in that simulator. You can spend an hour in there, and I'm telling you, it'll transform your game. One of my buddies, Rusty, mm-hmm. he really, really was struggled with consistency. Hits a ball when he he hits a ball really, really good, but also doesn't do it all the time. So he went there, and they showed him what he was doing wrong. They tightened his swing up a little bit. Just said, "We need to tighten a little bit. You're, it's good too much movement in your swing. Mm-hmm. Let's tighten it up." I, within a week, he was hitting the ball way better. How about that? Within a week. And that's all you need to do. It's just 
go there and use one of their uh, teachers, whether it's whether it's Anthony, whether it's Scott, whether it's Sam. Any of those guys are really, really good at what they do. You just go to pureswinggolf.com, pureswinggolf.com, and, and, and get your game fixed. They have a new app called Sports Box, and it looks like you, it can see everything what your body looks like. It almost looks like a, a virtual reality. Mm-hmm. So they can tell your your flexibility. They, I mean, they get to some – if you're into numbers, if you're yeah. – you that know, might scare me like a little that. bit at my age. <laughs> no kidding. But anyway, it's got that there as well. So ask for the sports box. But uh, be sure to go to pureswinggolf.com because you will improve. We guarantee it. Sports Radio, 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. 9.20-ish or so on the little ticket. We went long on that last segment. But, hey, it's U.S. Open Week. We can do whatever we want. We're at Crest Cars today. Crest Volvo, Crest Infinity, Crest Cadillac. And we'll be here till 10, eating some of that great barbecue. He makes a good rib. Yes, he does. Awesome ribs. You can get that while you're uh, getting your car serviced. Mm-hmm. All right, 930, we got a movie review, believe it or not. We mm-hmm. got to see a preview the other day. And then we'll mix with the new, the newlywed, Eli Jordan. And Bruce Levine, I think, is uh, filling in for Ty, who's wow. in <laughs> Disney World. At 9.30. Weather looks oh, pretty yeah. good. I d- was not expecting the weather last night. Uh, big rainstorm in Grapevine. Surprised. Didn't got, see got nothing in Irving. Anything. But before that, um, Craig went to not one, not two, but three concerts this week. Yeah, so I've, I've brought it up on the air before that, you know, I support this town of Las Colinas. I mm-hmm. live there. Right. Um, I, our business is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, kids grew up there, and so when they they started the Toyota Music Factory, I decided to support them, and I bought some seat licenses, and mm-hmm. so I've got tickets. I've enjoyed to, them. To, to, yeah, so it's fun, and it's a great venue, and it also has given me, I, obviously I give some to clients, give some to friends, sure. um, but I also has given me opportunities to see concerts I normally wouldn't see. I wouldn't go out and just go buy tickets to go see this. Um, and some of the concerts I've seen have been really, really good, and um, uh, I and some of them, you know, not so good. And okay. I think I, I gave it set to Jay King. Uh, he went out and saw who'd you see, Jay? I saw uh, Rex Orange County. Rex Orange County which, uh, was a popular popular show. Um, and uh, so anyway, so this past week there were three events. Two of them. Or actually, all three of them were scheduled for 2020 and got canceled. Right. So 2020, I I bought them all, mm-hmm. figuring that I don't know somebody will use them or I'll go see them. Sure. So the first one was the Bare Naked Ladies. Hmm. Like opening that. for them was the Gin Blossoms, who must That's be like cool. an opening act for everybody. I've seen them four times in the last three years. Open for somebody, mm-hmm. and towed the wet sprocket. Remember them? Wow. Yeah, they had one or two good hits. But the bare naked ladies are known for kind of being fun on on the stage and stuff. And they're they're they a little comedy. They did the Big Bang Theory uh, song, and uh, that might be best concert I've seen at Toyota Music Factory since its inception. Nice. Wow. Really, really fun. Really fun. What's what was second? 
Second was... No, no, what was his second most favorite before yeah, that? Yeah, second was um, probably... So Peter Frampton played, and mm-hmm. he was okay. Right. But uh, John Bonham's son mm-hmm. has a tribute band to Led Zeppelin mm-hmm. and opened with him. Makes sense. That was so fun. A big Led Zeppelin fan, but that was so fun. Okay. So fun. All right. Jason Then Bonham. we saw a comedian. Now, that venue's an awesome... Awesome venue for comedy. Saw Dave Chappelle there. Saw Chris Rock there. Saw um, a bunch of other people. So um, generic. Yeah. Well, I want to keep going. <laughs> so this one person was Angela Johnson Reyes Johnson or a- Angela Johnson Reyes. She does some bit on a Vietnamese uh, nail salon. Oh, you first. Yes. Okay. So I said, all right, comedians are fun. But it was very ethnic, and it wasn't my ethnicity, so didn't get all of it. Mm-hmm. But it was okay, you know, better than sitting at home at night. And then Wednesday night, the second most expensive concert of the year. Only more expensive concert was Tears for Fears. I love Tears for Fears. And my wife was anxious to go to this show, and I was like, all right, I'll go see it, whatever. But Wednesday night. We saw the Backstreet Boys. Yikes. Really? You went to a Backstreet Boys concert? I went to a Backstreet Boys concert. Sat in the front row. Wow. And? Couldn't pay me enough. How was the scene? Women... Knowing every word mm-hmm. of every yep. single song, right? They, well, first off, I'll say this: I like live music, mm-hmm. so you know, I liked I liked the um, back uh, bare naked ladies because they have a great band. They're really good musically. There's no band at the Backstreet Boys. It's all electronic. It's all piped in music, and so there you lost me already. You just lost me already. A lot of dance moves. A lot of dance moves. So here's my a lot of winking at this at the women in the in this in the crowd. Let me ask. Whoa. Let me ask you something. So if you weren't into it, why wouldn't Amy just bring up somebody else that would really be into it? Another girlfriend. We like each other. I mean, we doesn't matter. She she went to see Little Feet. I'm probably her favorite band. You know, but but we kind of. So I always think that. I get I get the couple thing I do. You want to you want to share yeah. whatever you're doing. It was an experience. Even she'd say, you know, that wasn't for me. I, I'm glad she she said I, I'm glad I went. Backstreet Boys wasn't yeah, for her. wasn't for her. She huh. says, she's a music person too. She wants to see a band. She wants to see a drummer hit the damn drums and hmm. guitar player riff. You know, this was not that. This was guys. <laughs> this was a Broadway play with crazy women in the stands and in the in the crowd. You know, singing every word. You couldn't hear the Backstreet Boys anyway because every woman was singing every word of every song. How crowded. Oh, my God. The only other... There was one show that was more crowded. Was the grass uh, filled up in the back? full. The only one that was more crowded that I've ever seen at that that venue was Olivia Rodrigo. Mm Mm-hmm. She not only was that, but people were outside. Gotcha. And listening on on the hills... Outside of the even the concert uh, facility. So what was the second most uh, 
expensive ticket? How much Backstreet Boys go for? I think they were four or five hundred dollars. Oh my god! For wow, you know, but Tears for Fears beat it. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, for not fears. my not my bit. So I don't have another concert for a while. Yeah, that one might ruin me for a while. Yeah, I'm ready to take a break. I would. <laughs> you didn't so. dance with them? Yeah, you didn't get up there? <sighs> Bet no. you did. Didn't do any no. Millennium Bet stuff or anything? i tell you the next, uh, there's a concert I bought that I can't go to, and I'm wondering if Rick will go. You Take can't. his little gal and, and go. Little was... Saturday, August 13th. Okay. Ooh, that's her birthday. You have John Waite, Men at Work, Hmm. <laughs> and Rick Springfield. <clears throat> Maybe it's her birthday. If she wants to go, I'll take him. That's her. That's her bit. I'd go to that. Rick Springfield, huh? Yeah, why not? Hey, I can drink. <laughs> Bark <laughs> that. <laughs> so he's away on your stuff. last day, Jay. Mark <laughs> that. <laughs> Nine thirty-three on the ticket. That was brought to you by the greatness of uh, the, the clubs at the Tribute. You got uh, Old American, and you have the Tribute on under one roof now. One semi-private, one is uh, fully public, and we love them both. Let's check them out right here, down the road in the colony. That's right. All right, up next, Craig and I went to a, a movie preview. We don't do many of these, but this is kind of golf-related. We'll tell you what we think next right after we talk about the greatness of... Hot Springs Village. Yes, Hot Springs Village. So Craig came up with something genius and he didn't even know it. How about that? So we're talking about Hot Springs Village, which I'm going to go up there over, over the uh, 4th of July holiday. You should. It's great. You already went up there. Yep. I couldn't go before. So I'm going up there uh, then. I'm really looking forward to it. Eight courses to pick from. And the accommodations are not only awesome, they are so reasonable. I mean, it is crazy. You can get a... Four bedroom, three bath house for maybe two forty a night, two fifty. I mean, it's, it's awesome. It's really, really good golf. Uh, what, what, what's the website? <sighs> so Craig couldn't figure remember the name. ExploreTheVillage.com. So he goes, I think it's ReallyGoodGolf.com. Well, yes. Paul Sage, one of the chief marketing guys up there, one of the head domos, goes to GoDaddy and finds it a very inexpensive website to go buy. Really so he bought it. Yep, reallygoodgolf.com. So if you go to reallygoodgolf.com, it'll take you right over to Hot Springs Village, and it's worthy. And they have a great steakhouse that's incredibly reasonable. Again, it's only about a five-hour drive, very it's easy less. drive. It's significantly less, and and it really is good golf. I yeah, mean, eight courses. We played. We played five of the courses. Did not play the course that you're playing. Mm. And I've been told that's the best one. Yeah, so I hear. We, we we got rained out that that round, but I hear it's the best one. If it's better than the five that we played, holy smokes! I will that's let you good know. stuff. I will let you know. Anyway, it's very close. It's got great accommodations, great golf, great food. You're in Arkansas. It's gorgeous. It's and not reasonable. Texas. It's so reasonable. And we like reasonable. Yes. Check it all out. It's reallygoodgolf.com. <laughs> Tell them Craig sent you. <laughs> On Sports Radio 96.7 and 13.10, The Tick. Here, crank it up. This is this is the goal that Jay brings that we're going to miss. Hmm. Ham's Meats and Market in McKinney, right down the road, brings you this segment. If you want to take care of Dad, 
get some good meat, some good wine, have great side dishes over there. I've never been to downtown McKinney before. That's a cool little town. Very quaint. Now you have a reason to go. Yes, you do. Ham's, Ham's Meats and Market. All right, we will uh, mix with Country Force or something to that effect at 9.50. See how Eli's doing after his wedding last week. But Craig and I went to a uh, movie premiere. Don't go to many of them. This one interested us, The Phantom of the Open. Revolves around one Maurice Flitcroft, who is a crane operator at the local shipyard. And one day he, this is how the movie portrayed it, he accidentally stepped on his remote control for his TV, and a golf tournament pops on, and he's completely smitten mesmerized and his goal is to try and get into the qualifier of the 1976 open championship so we went over to the angelica which took me forever to find but once we got in there um well i'll let you start what do you think of the movie mm-hmm. i it's a all right, so the story of this guy was, like you said, he, he was a crane operator, and he always believed that you should reach for the stars. Yep, always follow your dreams. During, during the war, he got shipped off to a family who was way wealthier than him, and and they taught him different languages. Mm-hmm. They taught him, it's like, you can do whatever you want to do. Yep. So he, he had fear that he was going to lose his job because <clears throat> they were going to downsize the, the mm-hmm. uh, place he was wa- working, so... He was going to find something else to do. Yep. And he finds golf. He was mesmerized by golf. The like, Piccadilly World Match Play Championship. He sees on TV. Mm-hmm. He says, all right, I'm in. I'm going to learn to play golf. And so to me, very thin storyline to me. When I first heard, before I went in. Okay. Thinking, all right. Not, Kind of a rage here, isn't it? You're going to do a whole story on this? whole mm-hmm. movie on this? I don't know. But you knew what the story was about, though. What, what he did at the open qualifying is what... And then, yes, and he shot the highest round ever in the... So 121. I didn't think it was going to be a feel-good story. Right. And when you knew about this guy, um, it almost ruined his life, right? I mean, got fired from his job and all, all this other stuff. So you figure, ruin, how's this going to be a feel-good story? Mm. I don't... I mean... Not my thing, so I was a little bit cautious, mm-hmm. but uh, Sony Pictures has been diligent in inviting us and mm-hmm. saying, come do it, do whatever. I said, okay, we'll go. And so we went, and uh, my wife my wife was, you know, we're movie buffs, so we, we'd go see something. Really good flick. Good feel, good flick. Very well acted. Mark uh, Rylance, who played Morris Flitcroft, was great. He's an, he's an Academy Award winner. Yes, and I think uh, the, the the gal played his wife is too, and she was she was awesome as well. And the guy who was the head of the RNA that rise, mm-hmm. um, I know him. He was in Notting Hill. The yes, he makes me laugh just looking at him. He's the kicker on the replacements. Yes, and he just makes me laugh every time I see him. And he was in a completely different role than I've ever seen. Very him before. serious, very corporate, but good, right? I thought it was well acted. I thought the storyline was great. I. I went back and tried to read as much as I could to see how much was fabricated. Didn't look like much. No, he, he had a he was on um, Dick Cabot's show after this happened. So mm-hmm. he shot, shot shoots the highest r- round ever in a in a British Open qualifier, 
And so Dick Cabot has him on, and he says, okay, here's a six-foot putt. Mm-hmm. Let's see how you do putting this. And he makes three of the worst putts. And they showed at the end of the movie the real film, mm-hmm. the real footage of, right. of uh, him on Dick Cabot's show. And he didn't come close. No. He kept making excuses. Well, you know, I'm kind of kind of figuring out the grain. Or it wasn't level. It wasn't level. And he couldn't, he couldn't come close to making that putt. It was actually quite humorous. It probably a little bit uh, not didn't shed him in a very good light, but um, well, here's the deal. Bit. He he was he had grandiose illusions of what he wanted to be, and yep. I, you know you know what? There's there's a point. I think everybody should dream and yep. have a goal. Yep. He'd never touched a club before. Didn't know anything about him. He tried to get on a course to go play. They wouldn't let him. And they did kind of cast golf in kind of a crummy light because the three guys he walked up to the first time yep. didn't want anything to do with them. Yep. And the uh, the proprietor of the, of the country club said, you got to pay this. Well, I don't have this. Then he tried to sneak on. But then he said, hey, I'm a professional. I can play whenever I want, right? Right. Now, well, yeah. But you got to pay. And you got to pay. So he signs in. He just, on, his, on a lark, his wife sends in this application. And she just checks pro. Well, they didn't check anything as far as they allowed him to play. Well, they didn't, and they didn't, so they said handicap, and they were like, what's a handicap? And he goes, well, maybe my false teeth. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what a handicap is. I said, well, if we mark professional, that means we don't need to have a handicap. Yeah. Okay, mark professional. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. And uh, and funny, he didn't have any golf clothes. No. So his best friend goes and steals them. Yep. And so he's got the same sweater vest he wears at every event. It's yeah, actually it's funny. Pretty bad. And so he shoots 121, and the guy's playing with him. As we were talking earlier about the guy sh- can't breaking 100 in U.S. Open qualifier, you could tell that was wearing on him. Yeah. But it was so bad that people were rooting for him. And on the last hole, he finally hits the green and actually has a, about a makeable five birdie putt. putt. For, for birdie, and he... He Mickelsoned. He four putted. He four putted from like five feet. He four putted it to shoot a one twenty one, and and I knew he shot a one twenty one, yeah. and they said he's at one seventeen, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, this isn't going to go well. Right. <laughs> I know where it exactly is, but he and he didn't even look at it. And his his son, by the way, his two sons are world um, disco disco dancers. dancing uh, tandem, mm-hmm. and they're famous for being their disco dancing tandem because he told them you can be whatever you want, go mm-hmm. do whatever you want, and when they're caddying for him. And he, he didn't even look where the ball went. He goes, Dad, you had a really good shot. Mm-hmm. Look at the green. He goes, oh, yeah. But All he right. wound up being a cult hero. Yes. Uh, because of the ultimate underdog, ultimate, you know, I'm chasing whatever I'm trying to go after. And the the uh, shipyard was in high negotiations with another company, Asian Concern. And the owner, the CEO, was really nervous because he didn't want anybody to know that that Morris Flitcroft was one of his employees because he thought he would, it would ruin the deal. When they found out who he was, that sealed it. Right. That was pretty cool. And then, so finally, <clears throat> one of the things in the beginning of the movie, he says to his wife, he's he has no money. He's gonna, he goes, I want to shower you with diamonds. I'm going to worldwide travel. Caviar. Caviar. Caviar and champagne. Limos, whatever. And this um, country club in Grand Rapids uh, called Blythefield Country Club decided to make a Morris uh, Gerald Flitcroft member guest tournament. And they fly him over first class, and they bring over a limo and everything. And he was like a minor celebrity. He, did, he didn't know how to really handle it because he was a pretty unassuming guy. 
I think, from what I gathered from it. But it's it's a really good feel good movie. Now they had that. You could also we could have linked it and saw it at home. Right. I wouldn't consider it a a, a big screen movie. No. But the storyline was great. At the end, I felt good about it. Um, good heartwarming scenes. I loved it. All right, so the funny part. So he goes back and plays the open three different times under different names. Different names, different. I love the names. Di- he was Arnold Palmtree. Yep. He was Count Manfred Rom Hoffmanstel. Mm-hmm. I love that one. Yep. How did he come up with that? And uh, he was J- Gerald Hoppy. And that was the one that got him in trouble because... They looked up Gerald Hoppy, and there was... Well, he also wore wigs. He had a crazy mustache. I mean, but he still had the same swing, and he wasn't going to do very well. I think at some point he, he was able to shoot in the 70s on uh, at, a, at a normal club. Really? So, yeah, that's what, they, that's what it said. Wow. Yeah. So he loved the game. Um, but anyway, if not, there aren't that many great golf movies. Right. Not too many. But this one is worth worthy of your time. And even if you're not a golf fan, you'll still like it, I think. Say the same? Oh, I, definitely. A, um, I wouldn't say um, you have to go to the theater to see it, but mm-hmm. you have to see it. Yeah. We're a very worthy movie. Yeah. Very, very worthy movie. It's called uh, Phantom of the Open, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I highly recommend so it. So get this. It gets a 87 on the on the critic meter and 85 on audience score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That's good stuff. That's good, right? Yeah, it's very good. I never look at that stuff because if I like the actors, I'm going to go see it. If I don't, I'm not. It's it's fairly good. I mean, it's fairly true. I haven't been way off the mark as far as what I thought. and what I always go with what the audience thinks, not what the critics think. Yeah. All right. It is a 9.51 on the ticket. T-Box. One more segment here at Crest Cars in Frisco. And up next, we'll uh, visit with the newlywed. Eli Jordan. See if he's uh, see if he's still married. All right, oh, it's been a, been a week already. I know. All right, that next on the ticket. Sports Radio ninety six seven and thirteen ten. The ticket. Jockass. Go. <laughs> Nine fifty eight on the ticket. T box winding down at Crest Cars in Frisco. Come by. Look at the Infinities, the Volvos, the Cadillacs. Get some Ernest B barbecue. Get your car worked on. It's all good here at CrestCars.com. We'll be here again next week because it's the last Saturday of the month. Underrated, by the way, Jay. Jay's always on his game. Yes, he is. Well, he's going out in style because this will be his last show with mm-hmm. us. And uh, wishing the best of luck doing uh, Take a Top Ten. Do you work 7 to midnight or 7 to 10? 7 to 10. But I'll That's come in bad. around 2 or 3 p.m. It's not bad. Not bad at all. We wish you luck. We'll be able to hear you during the week now. Thank you. But we'll miss you. I'll Venmo you a dollar every time you mention the tee box on the top ten. <laughs> a oh, dollar? Okay. Well, all right, he can, I like he can that. do it 30 times a night if he wants. A dollar. Not Plugola. No. Anytime you mention the tee box, I'll Venmo you a dollar. Okay. Want to thank Kurt out of your engineering? Make sure you're listening. Yep. Have a good weekend. You have a great weekend, and happy Father's Day yeah. to both of you. Happy Father's Day to one and all. Enjoy the day. Enjoy U.S. Open. I can't think of a better combo than Father's Day and a U.S. Open final round. Uh, back at station, Jay King, and also Jonathan Dodd. And let's see. Uh, don't forget Cowboys. You can get pick up Cowboys on Ideal Golfer slash Golf Moose for a mere 129 bucks. That's a $100 savings good any day of the week. All the food you can eat on and off course. 
worthy. And also Champion Circle, and we also have a stay and play at JW Marriott down in San Antonio. Save like $300 on that. And uh, Crown Colony out in Lufkin. Okay, without further ado, we bring on the newlywed and a mystery co-host today because Ty has been posting incessantly on Facebook of every ride he's, he looks supposedly beaten down on at Disney World. Well, I can tell you that I spoke with Ty last night, and he's not sure if he has any retirement money left after being no, that's a, that's Disney a, for a few days. It's expensive out he there, He also, man. I believe, uh, in a text message said, I'm also sore as F just from walking around all day. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, really that's enjoying a big track. it, I guess. That is a big track. By the way, Joel Damon, or Damon, however you want to pronounce it, uh, he's uh, tied for the lead. I'm looking at this picture on Twitter. Back in 19, or 2017, he was on the Corn Ferry Tour. He played uh, around in a Waffle House hat. I saw that. I saw that. About that had that. to have been a lot like a lost bet, right? Maybe not. Did you, ever, did you ever see the story of Jack's, uh, uh, between uh, Zach Johnson and Rick Riley? You know that story? Hmm. I don't believe so. So Zach Johnson wins the, winning the US, he's winning the U.S. Open, and Rick Riley comes out on one of the radio broadcasts and says, We'll be he'll be serving me at a at a Olive Garden one day. Thinking that guy doesn't have the talent to win a US Open. Right. He'll Boy. he'll be he'll be he'll be serving me at an Olive Garden one day. Yeah, where's Rick Riley? Served days. all right. And so it was a big thing and he won and now he's never let it, now Rick Riley has eaten crow and has admitted, yeah, I was one of the worst things. US I've Open ever or said. British Open? Whichever well, one it was. It had to have been the British because he, yeah, he won he that won in the Masters. Open. Yeah, and then after the Masters he got pounded it. So uh, shows up, it's, it's, it's whatever time, how many anniversary of it. So Zach Johnson sees Rick Riley this week at the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. hands him a $30 gift card to uh, <laughs> Olive, Garden. Olive Garden. <laughs> I like guys got some never-ending breadsticks. <laughs> yep. Hey, and, and just uh, quickly, we're kind of burying the lead here. We'd never introduced our mystery co-host Yeah, let's, let's introduce. The... Uh, with Ty being gone down at Disney and spending all of his retirement money, I've got uh, I've got one half of the Stars pre and post game show with me today from Carl's Fishing and Outdoors over here in Fort Worth. More on that later. But mm-hmm. the great Bruce Levine joining me today. So everybody, Bruce. welcome Bruce with open arms. Big fan of the Bruce Levine. He um, knows his hockey, my man. Boy, he and, does. And I'm going to try to prove today I know more than hockey, and I'm not just another pretty face. I can tell well, you that at least I can do one for two. I can tell you what neither of us are probably going to do today is prove we know anything about fishing. Oh Man, come on! I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, Craig would have done that. You could have definitely. A, I would have driven you, over. You would for actually that really show. like this place. So today is their grand opening. Carl's Fishing and Outdoors. It's over here in Fort Worth. It's actually a, just a stone's throw away from the Fort Worth Zoo and Colonial Country Club. Mm. It's right here off of University in the nice. West Bend Shopping Center. But, man, when I got here this morning, I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm like, okay, fishing. All right, cool. It's a fishing and outdoors place. Well, it's their grand opening. This is the first location in the United States. They're planning on opening a couple more. I believe that the next one's going to open up at the Mall of Americas up in Minnesota. But this is the first brick-and-mortar location they have. And when I got here this morning, there were about 250 people already in line for them to no open way. at 9 o'clock. So do me a favor. You, I thought they were giving away iPhones. I'm last, telling you. Last time I saw a line like that, people were getting iPhone 12 or something. Yeah, and this, this line is around the block, 
And I, right. I'm learning, you know, they've got the, the lures and the, the, the fake uh, fake bait. <laughs> the I don't know what they call them. But it's uh, they've got everything. If you're a fisher person, they've got, like, everything. <laughs> I believe they call those anglers. anglers. Hey, Bruce, yeah. an you know I love you, but stick to hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Fish person. A fishing person. A fi- I'm, I'm trying fisher to be politically person. correct because if you say if you're a fisherman. Well, that's and true, just, yeah. And I'm seeing all these women in here buying Fishing accruements. I don't want to make people mad at me in the first five minutes. So, hey, neutral so Eli, so <laughs> yes. Eli, do me a favor. Okay. Go find the person who looks like the biggest expert. All right. And say, hey. I mean, that's my buddy, not going to be du- hard because everyone looks like they're an expert. My buddy does a lot of bass fishing at ponds on golf courses. Okay. Or, Illegally. What's the two biggest lures he should have right now? Okay, I will do that. And, but before and before we me. leave today, I will get you that information. On what and, the, well, no, so, buy, them for, buy them for me and I'll Venmo you. Okay, th- th- so that's I, funny because I thought most of the time you spent on golf courses at ponds were looking for your balls. No. <laughs> no, but he will fish on you. Okay. Yeah, although I haven't seen the the stunted fishing pole in, in the back of the golf cart lately. You haven't played much golf with me. Well, I've played enough of Cowboys, and I haven't seen one there with you. When's the last time we played a Cowboys together? Well, I don't know. It's been a long time. And yeah. it's, it's, it gets this hot. It's hard to fish now. You have to do it during the day. You have to do it at night or early in the morning. So. There you go. Hey, Bruce, when, uh, when are we going to have an ETA on a coach? I would say, well, the draft is July 7th. I would think we would have a new coach in place prior to that. And you're going to want to stay tuned at 1130 because we are going to let Bruce do a deep dive into some of the Stars' potential head coaching candidates. Mm-hmm. When you've got one half of the pre- and post-game show hosting with you, of course you're going to talk some stick and puck. Thank That's you. That's unless I run off with this. <laughs> the Guggen Squad Contender Series? The, the Guggen series? Squad Contender Series where they have the, the fish painted as a flag of Texas with multiple mm-hmm. hooks to grab your bigger fish with. That's right. I love this. Treble hook. Yes. It's like a treble hook. So uh, these, these are a hot item. Yeah, we'll the, talk more about yeah, that You know what? The, it's a slow sink, which I think is important. Because <laughs> if you sink yeah, too fast, the other fish are not going to go for it. Of course it is. <laughs> you, know, it's, you can't have the fast sink. But, yeah, we've got, uh, got a lot of big fun today on the show. We'll probably talk a little Mavs trade. We'll uh, talk some U.S. Open. And then, uh, yeah, we'll let Bruce take over at 1130 and we'll – Talk some stars and their head coaching search and maybe a little Rangers and some other stuff at 1130 as well. So, yeah. I have a great bit for you. Okay. Lay it on Okay. I, I think in one segment you you taste test all the stink baits. Taste Do test? What? I don't know if they're in the live bait business here. I think these no, they'll have them in, in little jars. They'll okay. be stink baits to salmon eggs. Refrigerator like over there. Oh, is there? Well, maybe, yeah. maybe I believe, I'm wrong. I believe they do have live bait okay. in there. Okay. Well, then look at you me. Stink bait on crackers. Gross, man. No, we're not doing that as a bit. That sounds terrible. What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, I'm not doing it. It's been like that I guess I'm aware of either with donuts. You know, I just well, do donuts. You know what? We may be Tier 7, but we do have limits as to what we'll do on the air. That's right. Unless I'm not sure we're allowed a, to talk there's about there's the a lot tiers of money anymore, are we? True. <laughs> Who cares? It's a failed bit. Yep, all right, yep, boys. All that and more coming up from Carl's Fishing and Outdoors over here in Fort Worth. We'll be here for the next couple hours. The West Bend Shopping Center. Come by and see us, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be here for the next two hours. We're so. going to hear marriage talk? Uh, we might uh, dabble in that just a little bit at the oh. open, but we'll see. All right. Cool. All right, buddy. Y'all have a good afternoon. Curve it. Broadcasting live from the PXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. KTCK AM, Dallas, Fort Worth. 
KTCK-FM Flower Mound, a Cumulus Media Station.